David, thanks very much for joining us today. You're obviously looking across the, the various assets. Um, what's your sense at the moment, I suppose, of the, um, the impact on coronavirus um, on the main markets? Um, well, it's clearly been a sort of huge impact. But what we've seen since the sell-off in March and the subsequent uh, rally in financial markets has been uh, you know, very much driven by actually the policy response. So both the huge amount of liquidity that's been provided by um, central banks and, and also the, the support provided by governments either directly to the corporate sector and the household sector through things like furlough uh, schemes and guarantees for bank lending. So that's very much supported uh, not only incomes and uh, the, the the economy, uh, but also being a very important driver of the rally that we've seen in uh, financial markets. But one thing which is also being very much a characteristic um, of this you know, rally within financial markets is that we're seeing a lot of dispersion. What we've really seen is that investors have still been quite cautious. They've been favouring um, you know, high grade, investment grade corporate uh, credit. They've been favoring sort of things like US growth stocks, big, uh, big tech. And it's still the case that there's a lot of sectors such as leisure, uh, transportation, airlines, cruise liners, um, hospitality, uh, retail, which the value of those assets have really um, lagged. So I think investors are still very cautious about um, how many of those businesses and those sectors uh, will kind of survive into a post-COVID world. And in terms of the real, uh, the real estate, real asset markets, um, David, are you, are you seeing potentially more of a drive of capital towards these areas? Well, I think the, 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 there's been a sort of longer term shift into real assets as government bond yields have declined, not, not only during the pandemic as a result of you know, all these interest rate cuts, but, but even uh, before then. Um, and that's been particularly by large institutional investors where they've been seeking um, not only higher return, but you know, predictable um, cash flows. And they've been looking at real assets as a source of that, whether it be real estate or uh, infrastructure or you know, timber um, and, and, and sort of other real assets. But it's, but it's also the case that you know, the pandemic has induced a, you know, obviously winners and losers, as I was kind of alluding to um, before. So you know, when we look at some of the sort of commercial uh, real estate investment trusts, we're still seeing um, you know, commercial rents at 50% of the levels that they were last year. Part of that is also because of these extended sort of rent holidays. And e even in places such as Germany, which has, you know, generally speaking, you know, managed the virus more effectively than most other uh, countries, we're still seeing a relatively slow return to reopening of office centres. And so that's also been impacting the value of those uh, particular um, assets. So you have a sort of long term structural trend, which I think will continue and be reinforced by this sort of you know, zero yield uh, world into real assets. But at the same time, you know, you do have winners and losers um, in terms of uh, you know, the, 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 your real asset allocation, if you like. And we've been seeing quite a, a big, uh, I guess, focus on ESG, carbon neutrality, impact investing in the real estate space particularly. Um, is that something that's being driven more generally investment markets? It's, it's becoming a much more significant and much more important driver. We've seen recently, for example, the German government 
um, issuing uh, green bonds. So, you know, where they're saying that these bonds and the, and the money raised from them in the market will be dedicated towards, uh, you know, environmental um, environmental projects. And it's certainly the case that us as a, you know, Blue Bay, as a specialist fixed income and credit uh, manager, we've seen a very sustained and strong pickup in demand from our clients, so from end investors, for sustainable investment strategies, for demonstrating that we are incorporating environmental social governance factors into our um, investment process. And I think that is going to be a trend that's going to continue across um, the investment space, whether it be in sort of liquid financial um, assets and and, and certainly in terms of real estate and, and real assets as well. It's always interesting to get a broader perspective on the on the real asset markets, David. So thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Richard. Thanks.